So welcome everyone to Maranatha Ministries Discipleship 101 Tuesday classes. Uh, my name is Maggie and um, God put on my heart to share. I asked the Holy Spirit what he wanted me to share. And it was geared towards being quick to obey and being a doer of the word and not just to hear. And that's how you walk in the promises of God. So I'll read off... Um, I'll read off a scripture, John 14, 31. It says, but that the world may know that I love the father. And as the father gave me a commandment, so I do. So this is Jesus saying, um, <clears throat> you know, he loves the father and he does, you know, he's quick to do the commandments. The father tells him to do. Um, and I love that because Jesus went to the cross, right? He was obedient to the Father. He went to the cross. He, I don't think he, you know, I know he laid his life and everything. But, you know, he did say, if you can take this cup from me, you know, but God said, you know, do it. So Jesus was obedient. So if he's obedient to the Father, then we need to be obedient to the Father, in Matthew seven twenty one through 28, this scripture always, you know, kind of messes with us. But it says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my father in heaven. So again, let me pray real quick, too. I just forgot to pray. So, Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for this time and for everyone here, Father. And I thank you. You give me utterance, Father. I'm your vessel. And speak through me, Father. I reverence you. We reverence your word. We respect it and love your word, Father. And and just bless the hearers here, Father. And, and just help us to know you in a deeper way. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. So, again, this is saying... You know, uh, but he who does the will of my father in heaven, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Um. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. So it's wise when you build, build your house on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And then the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. And it fell, and it was a great, great fall. And so it was when Jesus had ended these sayings that the people were astonished at his teachings. So, um, again, so, like I was talking to a fellow believer and we were talking about how, you know, if you don't have that foundation, if you're not obedient and quick to do the word and to be in his presence, that you don't have this foundation, your foundation, your house is going to crash if it's not built on him, 
right? Um, it's going to blow away, right? Like sand. But another thing is, another example I had was sometimes you'll get stuck. You'll get stagnant. You'll begin to stink, right? If you're not being obedient, if you're not in the flow. And it's so important to be connected to him, his presence, and his word. Or, you know, you're not going to have that foundation. Your your world's going to come crashing down. Because um, I used to be like this. Like, I used to be in the world and I had drama, drama, drama. I had all these problems. I was negative Nelly. That was actually, I think, one of my nicknames. Negative Nelly and Debbie Downer. And I always gravitated to the negative. I always had a perspective of the negative. I was always talking about, oh, so-and-so died and so-and-so, you know, just negative. And I used to hold on to that cloud. And now it's like, no, I'm not going to walk like that anymore. I'm not going to walk in the darkness. I am a bear of the light, right? Holy Spirit's in me. He's the light. I'm going to walk in the light. So now I walk in the promises, right? I walk, I focus on things that are of good report. And, you know, and Holy Spirit deals with me, but I'm quick to change. I'm quick to uh, turn it around, right? Because sometimes, you know, because I, at my work, we've had like 35 people leave, like in the last year. And like right now I'm filling in for my boss and another colleague. And you can tend to want to complain, Right. But that creates an atmosphere. It creates a bad environment. So Holy Spirit said, don't complain. So I don't, you know, I'm I'm going to focus on the good and I'm going to be a blessing to people and I'm going to serve people. I'm going to have servant leadership, you know, um, and and again, we were talking about that, too. Like when you're in the world at your job, you get promoted by your boss because you're doing things in excellence. You are serving. You're not complaining. People want to be around someone like that. And so does Father. He is going to bless you. Um, and and he's going to reward you because you're obedient, right? Because you're, you're quick to do. You're not complaining. Um, so I wanted to share that. Does anybody have any questions so far? Yeah, can I point out something real quick? Yes, sir. Um, verse 21, Matthew 7, you you read, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom, right? Yes, sir. And I love this part where it says, But he who does the will of my Father. Yes. And he talks about, Many will say to me that day, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name. Yes. Cast out demons in your name. Done many wonders in your name. Yes. So, but then he said, I will declare, I never knew you. So it said the works were clearly done. Yes. So where's the where's the pride and arrogance on our part? Because we didn't do them, right? Mm. So the point is the word is what does the works. Yes. So I just wanted to point that out, that there are people that can parrot somebody else and, you know, and try to do this and try and do that. And it's, it's, any way you look at it, it's God's word doing the work. So I don't know how we could get into pride and arrogance and think that, oh, look at me. Look what I've done. These mm. are people that didn't even know him. Yes. And did the works. So just a side thought there. That's good. Thank you, Pastor Carmen. 
Um, another scripture in Luke eleven twenty eight. It's just I, I captured just a small part, but it says, "But he, which is Jesus, said." More than that, blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it, right? Like, hear it, but keep it, do it. To obey is also means to act on, to act on, obey, to do it. I love John fourteen twenty one. I'm going to read that. It says, he who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me, and he who loves me, will love my father and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Isn't that good? Like he's going to manifest himself to us. Judas Iscariot said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourselves to us and not the world? And Jesus answered to him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. See that? Keep my word. And my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. Isn't that amazing? Like we keep his word and Jesus. So the Holy Spirit is the spirit of Jesus and God. And that's who dwells inside of us, you guys. That's just amazing. Amazing, amazing. He who does not love me does not keep my words. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring bring to remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you? Let not your heart be troubled and let it not be afraid. Again, I love that where he says, um, you know, we're to keep his word, right? I, I just love that scripture. And again, guys, he's going to send the Holy Spirit to help us, to comfort us, to teach us. We're not alone. He's inside of us. Um, any other questions? Okay, I'll keep, I'll, I'll um, keep going on. Um, another al- analogy uh, I was, I had was, you know, if you do feel overwhelmed or burned out, just stop, park, kind of like a car, right? Park, charge yourself up, get the full charge, fuel yourself up, um, and that's by being in the secret place, right? By being in his word, by being obedient to him when he speaks to you, but also to his word. Like he's going to, he speaks to us, right, throughout the day. But he, the way also to know him and you know that he's speaking to you is through his word. So he, most of the time he's going to speak to us through his word, right? And when you read that, he, it's going to confirm what he's been saying to you right? He, it's his small voice is a knowing, right? Like it's a knowing and you know, when he's telling you go bless someone, right? Go forgive someone. Don't be an offense, right? Are you, are you, we're going to, we're to be obedient, right? Quick to do. And again, sometimes we'll miss it. 
but we're quick to repent and say, Father, forgive me. And sometimes if you don't know, just say, Father, show me where I missed it. And he will. And um, again, just be quick to obey and to repent. And uh, that's how you're going to live in the promises. This is that's how you're going to live in this blessed life. Jesus came so that we can have an abundant life, so that we can walk in peace, joy, love. You know, instead of the stress, anxiety, like that's not that's not the will of the Father. That's the enemy. That's that's the kingdom of darkness that wants to keep us down and 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 just just keep us down but he um another thing i had an example was you know the bible says that god is like a consuming fire and you know how when you go camping you at night you set a fire right and you feel safer on that fire because what it illuminates things right and it keeps what wolves out bears out sometimes i don't know about snakes snakes like the heat but you know what i mean like it keeps things and you can it you you can see things like it illuminates in the darkness but the further you get away from that fire you go into the wilderness and the darkness you're lost you're in darkness you can't find your way sometimes so it's good to you know stay by that fire stay by the light jesus is the light you know he is the fire and um that's how you're gonna stay stirred up that's how you're gonna stay on fire right um like my son when he got first born again and he was on fire and i was dull and detoured and distracted in this ditch but man like i was like this homeboy's on fire like he his embers like you know caught on to me it's contagious like if if we're with the father if we're with holy spirit which is fire right then we're going to catch other people on fire too. And um, it's it's contagious, guys. Like, I just encourage you, like, stay with the Father. Stay in His Word. Stay in His presence. Just, just be quick to obey. And you will walk in these promises. And yes, of course, things will happen here and there. But He will see you through it, right? Jesus will see you through the storms. But overall, you're going to have this wonderful life right this abundant life where where you're walking in the promises you're walking in the blessings and when you do have some trials here and there he's gonna see you through it right you're gonna have peace like man i used to have meltdowns like i used to be like emotional roller coaster my nickname another nickname was sensodyne like i was just a hot mess you guys but now it's like okay like i have this peace right the fruits of the spirit how will they know us by our fruits are we walking in joy peace you know uh, meekness gentleness and that's what happens when you are abiding with the father and his word you're going to be transformed he's continually transforming you changing you in joshua 1 8 it says meditate on the word day and night that your life will be prosperous, right? That you're successful. Also, Psalms 1, meditate on the word day and night, that your life will be successful, prosperous. And again, you're muttering the word, right? You're taking those scriptures. You're listening to podcasts. You're watching YouTube sermons. You're, you're on your Bible app. You're reading your Bible. Like, 
man, it is addicting. Like, you you think, like, you're going to get bored, but you don't. You want more. You start to hunger more, more, more. And, and and that's how you get on fire. You have to stir your spirit up, right? Like the iced tea, right? How the sugar goes to the bottom of the tea. You got to stir it up, stir it up, stir it up. And that's what we do, right? With presence, with we get in the morning, we, we seek him, right? We go into the secret place and that's where we get charged up. We pray, we hear his word and, and that's how we get fueled up, charged up and on fire. <clears throat> Anything else? Do you guys have any questions? I do. Okay. I, you're, you're, everything you're keen on to today is like, oh my gosh, it's like top, it's like those scriptures, those words are just penetrate to me. They're right, like mm-hmm. in my brain. And mm-hmm. and you're right. Sometimes what happens is when we're disobedient, mm-hmm. what happens to me when I'm disobedient I get, I lose my focus. Mm. I'm like in a, in a cloud and I can't see like fog. Mm. And then, and then I start saying, what's wrong with me? What, what's wrong? Because I've been disobedient to his word. Mm. I haven't been in my word. I haven't been doing the stuff I'm supposed to be doing, you know, get, get, line up with him. Yes. And I don't, so I, I, I lose my way. Like you just said earlier, just, just get lost. Just, you drift away. Yes. And then you get attacked. On top of that, you get attacked. Yes. With just uh, negative thoughts, negative stuff that just nothing's going your way. Everything's yes. just wrong. And I, and I know what it is now. It's because I lose my focus and I'm disobedient. I'm not, I'm not doing what God uh, has uh, told me and me being a believer. Mm-hmm. And if I want to grow and keep being a doer and then being the light, I gotta, I gotta be obedient to him because yes. he's, he's gonna give me the light. Yes. He won't take it away. He'll just make it brighter and brighter. So, it's true. It's you lose your way. That's good. That's so good. She said that you lose your way, right? The the devil is he's cunning. He's sly. He's subtle. He, you know, he he distracts us. So, subtly right and then then you turn around you're like whoa like I'm way off course and it could be even doing something good you know it doesn't mean like it's a bad thing but again are you detour are you distracted are you seeking the kingdom first right or are you seeking are you seeking the world yourself are you are then then you become self-centered and you will never ever be satisfied or content or fulfilled unless you put him first and his word and his kingdom. Man, you guys, like, I always cry, but I really found my life when I started seeking Father every day and his word. Oh, man, you guys don't understand. Like, he is, I mean, I haven't arrived, right? But I'm on my way. But I've really transformed. He's transformed me. Like, I tell my daughter, like, I tell her that. I told her this the other day, but I don't know if she caught it. But I'm like, NC mom, right? New creation mom. New creation transform mom. Like, before, you know, I was sucky. I was a sucky mom, you know. And I asked her, forgive me. And I'm, I'm sorry, you know, that I wasn't walking in the fullness. That I was 
in darkness, detoured and distracted. I wasn't a good mom to her, you know, and but now it's like I'm trying I'm trying to be this good mom now and and with the grace of of father, right? Because he because I'm walking with him, I I have this love for people. I have compassion for people now. I'm not self-centered and selfish like I want to love my daughter. I want to bless her. I want to be a good mom to her. And it's not too late, you know. Maybe we we started our race wrong, but you know what? I'm not going to finish my race wrong. I'm going to be victorious. Like I know that you know, I'm an ambassador of Christ. I know I'm his disciple. I know that I'm going to walk in in glory with him. And that's that's my heart's cry is is to walk with him, right? And now I reverence him. I reverence his presence. I reverence his word. I respect it. I honor it. It's it's for us to have like the fear of the Lord, but the fear of the Lord means an awe, a respect, an honor. It's not like, oh, I'm scared. It's a it's like a reverence. And and that's how I, that's my heart's cry is to walk with Father, you know, walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. Um, but that's all happened because, you know, I'm in my secret place and his presence and his word and it's transforming me. Um, first John two, three, six says now by this, we know that we know him. If we keep his commandments, he who says, I know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word truly loves. The love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. I love that, you know, like we're to walk like he walked, right? Jesus is our example. You know, he needed Holy Spirit. We need Holy Spirit. And again, I love what Pastor Carmen always says about Jesus. Like he did, Jesus did what the Father said. So we're to be like that. I mean, Jesus went into a secret place. Like he got away from the crowds. He got away from the disciples, right? Because they're pulling on him and and he went to the Father. He went to the secret place. And he's our example. Like, we need to do that every day to get charged up, to get fueled up, to get on fire, to stay on fire, to stay this course, to finish our race, right? I mean, don't, I mean, that's the goal, you guys, is to hear good and faithful servant. You know, I was a Christian for all those years, but I'm not going to kick myself because. I was a distracted, detour, couch potato Christian. I have this race now, right? And and I'm going to make it count now. Maybe the next 40 years, I'm going to make it count, right? Maybe we didn't start off right, but I'm going to finish strong, you guys. And uh, Romans 6.16 says, we are obeying either we obey God or the enemy. Oh, wait, actually, I didn't write it down. Anyways, it has to do with um, obeying we're either it was saying something like you're either obeying God or you're obeying the enemy, and I thought that was good. Like, like who are you obeying, right? Like, are we obeying Him 
or we obey the enemy. And you might say, oh, I'm not obeying the enemy, but you really are. You know, you can't have two masters. You either have one or, you know, you can't serve two. You, you can't serve. You're either in the kingdom of darkness or in the kingdom of light, you know. Um, does anybody else have questions? Um, let's see. Another thing is to stay humble, right? Because he says he exalts the humble and he resists the proud. Stay humble, stay meek. Jesus said, be meek like him, right? Be teachable, be open. And sometimes you might not understand things, but put it on the spiritual shelf. Like put it on the shelf and 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 study it. The Bible says study and show yourself approved. Like study it. And sometimes what I do, I go to like three or four teachers and that are, you know, um teachers that you know that are that are about the word. And if and they sometimes they help me find figure out this concept right and and then that helps me also I want to encourage you guys you know the reason we have the fivefold ministry you know pastors teachers evangelists is for the saints it's for the equipping of the saints that's for us right sometimes you know we need to go to elders like I need to go to pastor Carmen and say hey I got this issue or I need to go to a woman of God you know say I have this issue um, and they're there to sharpen. The Bible says we sharpen each other, right? What happens when two swords like sparks it up, right? And and we need to help the brethren. We need to when they're hurting, you know. We are they're we're they're, we're like sisters and brothers in Christ. They are our family. Like don't be so prideful. Like oh, I'm this Christian that has it all together. Of course we're striving, but be humble and, and help your brother that's hurting. Help your brother that's trying to commit suicide or, or is hungry. Like, just be, be, be Christ-like, right? Like, Christianity is a lifestyle. It's not something just you do on Sunday. It's you do it every day, all day long, 24-7. It's a lifestyle. Um... Hey, Maggie. Yes, sir. Uh, real quick, Grandma, were you going to say something? I... No. I was going to say something, but no, my, my chin of thought just went... Oh, okay. It'll come, it'll come back. It'll come to me. Okay. Well, two quick things. One is, you know, this is exactly why having a pastor is so important. Yes. Because the Bible says that you know, that the body is fitly joined. That means you have a place where you fit. And you will never reach spiritual maturity without that pastor to mature you, right? And so, secondly, I want you guys to notice everything she's saying points to one main thing. It's your choice. You choose your walk with God. You choose to do the Word, right? It's not, we're not victims here where, where Satan can just do whatever the heck he wants to do to us. If we make the right choices and do the word, 
then Satan can't just come in and do, and I'm sure you're going to get to that in James, but about being a doer of the word. Yeah. But the point is, all these things Maggie's pointing out is it's our choice. There's no victims here. If we choose to be an overcomer, we will be an overcomer. Yes. If we choose to do the word, the Bible says that weapons will form, but they don't have to prosper. So I wanted to really point that part out about everything you're you're talking about, you know, here. Pastor Carmen, my phone, I can't use my phone. Can you look up that scripture for me yeah, on James, can, yeah. the it's doer? James 1, uh, James 1.22? Yeah. Yes, please. Can you read it for me, please? Absolutely. It says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only. And look at that last part, mm -hmm. deceiving yourselves. Yes. So Satan don't have to deceive you. You do, you do his work for him. His yes. work is done. Yes. And, and, you know, like I said, I was a Christian for many, many years. And I was, you can be, you know, a here, 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 here. And you just get so full of it. But if you're not doing it, if you're not acting on it right it's it's not it's not gonna it's gonna go out like one ear you know and and so you have to do it you have to act on it you have to respond to it you have to activate it you have to take it right you have to um make it yours like say you grab it in the spiritual realm you grab it by faith and you're like it's mine i was you respond what's that So anyways, so, so, um, yeah, so, there's yes. something wrong with the voice. I, I'm having a hard time hearing you guys. Really? My side. Okay. I'll try to, I'll try to sit up a little bit more. So, let's see. I don't know if I can fix it, but anyways, that's kind of like all I have is, is again to, to, stir yourself up evaluate you know if you're in this dark cloud if if your life is always just in shambles you know ask the holy spirit like where did i miss it or or go back to the last thing he told you to do you know if he's telling you to get in his word do it because he told me for years you guys he nudged me to get in my bible get in my bible and i just never did it and i suffered with like severe depression and anxiety and stress and if I would have been obedient you know man I could have I could have avoided so much heartache and so many problems so many drama my poor kids you know I could have could have had that beautiful blessed life thank god I do now but man I had to go through some wilderness through some darkness and I could have avoided all that if I would have just been obedient to him and gotten in my word. And people would send me that. I would tell people, like, I need to get my Bible. But, and they would all send me, like, the Bible app. And I was like, I had it. But I never looked at it. You know, I would look to the world. I would look to, you know, these shows. And, and, and yeah, they have good advice here and there. But it's not the truth. It doesn't set you free. It It goes away. It's like yay you know motivates you for one minute and then it's gone but the word it grows it's alive you know and it, and it feeds you um 
So that's kind of all I think all I wanted to say. Do Real you... quick, Maggie, before you go on, you said what I was hoping you'd say that the Bible feeds you. See, this is where we miss it. Mm. People get it that your physical body has to be fed, mm -hmm. but they don't understand their spirits. You mm -hmm. are a spirit. You have a soul. You live in a body. And if they don't feed your, if you don't feed your spirit the word mm -hmm. of God, yes. you're going to get weaker and weaker. Now, mm -hmm. if you quit feeding your body, eventually you die. Yes. But your spirit won't die. You'll just become weaker and weaker. So Christians wonder why they're so weak. Yes. It's because they don't take the time to feed their spirit. How are you going to be strong if you don't feed on God's word? See, yes. and the world's out there pulling on you, pulling on you, pulling on you, draining your word level. And if mm. you don't take the time to feed yourself and build back up, it's impossible for you to be strong. And of course, you're going to give in to temptations. Of course, you're going to fail. So you got to take the time to feed on that word by meditating on it, looking at it. And you don't have to do it six hours a day. Mm -hmm. My biggest pet peeve is people say, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. No, you're spending time doing something. Mm -hmm. You're just choosing the wrong thing. You're meditating on the lies of the devil all day long, mm -hmm. listening to that nonsense, and then and then I don't have time to listen to the, to the Word of God, right? No, we have time. It's just if somebody gets sick, don't they take three days off and go to bed and take NyQuil? Mm -hmm. Well, then why do we wait till, till the attacks come? Why don't we yes. build our spirits up before they come and get fed and, and build ourselves up before the trials come, before the tribulations come? See, and a lot of the stuff we're blaming God is just simply ourselves because mm -hmm. we're weak and we don't take the time to read the word. And the Bible says a strong spirit of a man will sustain him in bodily affliction. So if you keep getting afflicted and keep getting sick and keep getting attacked, it's because you're weak. But that's a self-inflicted wound. Only you can change that. God won't make you feed. He won't make you so I would start with 10, 15 minutes a day and do it every day, every yes, day, yes. every day. Have your Bible app open. Just meditate a scripture. And I'm telling you, a year from now, you meditate 50 scriptures, man, you'll be unstoppable. But you got to make the decision to do it. Yes. Thank you, Pastor Carmen. That's perfect. Yes, and that's what's happening, right? Like Pastor Carmen said, your spirit is perfect. It's righteous. It's Holy Spirit. You're sealed. And your spirit communicates with with God, right? God's a spirit. And your spirit is perfect, but your soul is the one that needs to be transformed, right? Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. That's what needs to be transformed, changed. So your spirit is, is a new creation. That's perfect. But it's your soul, right? And your body. So that's what we're transforming is is our our you know what I say mind will and emotions that's what we're transforming that's what God's transforming changing renewing and and the world doesn't know that like we're we're three beings spirit soul and body our bodies are five emotions and those are crazy too right so that's why it's so important like pastor carmen said because sometimes we are like spiritually in ICU, spiritually critically anemic. And it's because you're weak and that's when you open these doors, the devil's going he's he's here to John ten ten, right? He's he's here to what? Steal, kill and destroy. Like, man, if you don't know your authority, if you don't step up, 
Like, Satan's going to take you out. He'll take you out and your whole family. Like, we have a family member that they lost their daughter. Um, and then a month later, they lost their son-in-law, both of them, to to drugs and stuff like that. But that's why you have to really, like, pray and, and counsel assignments, you know. Take, take control of your environment, you know. Cast things out out of your home and and just change that atmosphere in them and take over that environment at your work and at you know at your home but again you we have to we have to do you know put in effort we have to get in the word we have to pray we have to fast we have to do all that but you're going to be a spiritual giant you know you're going to Man, when you wake up, the demons are going to be like, oh, no, she's up. You know what I mean? Like, you'd be casting them to the abyss, and and they're going to run from you. It says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. Like, I don't mess around with him anymore. Like, I'm like, uh-uh. Like, you're, mm-mm. like offense tries to come up in my house or, or you know, strife. Mm-mm. I cancel those assignments. I... I don't I don't play anymore. I used to. I used to play with that and I don't play with that anymore. Um Yeah, but that's how you're going to get stronger and stronger and you will walk in the promises in this abundant life here, right? The kingdom of heaven is inside you. Don't wait till you die like, "Oh, okay, well it's going to be perfect up there." No. Holy Spirit's here inside you. You're equipped now. You know, that's why he gave you his word, the manual. So that this is the blueprints, like, okay, this is how we do this thing, right? This is how we walk with Holy Spirit. This is how we walk in the Spirit. And that's how you know is through the Word, the Word, and His presence. But I think that's all I have to say, Pastor Carmen. Do you have anything else? Or anybody else have questions? I know. Good job, little sis. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody else? Chels? Alice? Benjamin? (laughs) All right. Well, I think I'll, then we'll just say good night, and um, I think I don't think we're not meeting next week, right? Because it's the holidays. Because it's Christmas. I don't think so. But I'll let you guys know. But anyways, does it? We'll just end it, and and again, I'll just say a quick prayer, Heavenly Father. Um, we just thank you so much for this time and in this platform and. And help us, Father, to to be doers of the word, not just hearers. And we yield and surrender our lives, Father, to you. We reverence you, Father. And we just hunger and thirst for you and, and your presence and your word and the things of the kingdom, Father. We thank you, Father, that that you just embed that in us, Father. That you just that we just seek you, Father, fervently. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for your time. Recording stopped. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) Thank you.